Clara, quick question. Mm. Just don't think about it. Just immediate off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Who in your close friend group would you want to date your dad? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to One More Chapter, a new podcast where we'll talk about books that moved us for the better or the worse. I'm Clara. And I'm Claire. And we're your hosts, Claire. We have to take a moment to thank everyone who has listened. Thank you. We are so excited to have launched this. It's like so amazing. We're learning about this whole medium as we're going Mm -hmm. and we're so appreciative of you all who have been with us. We cannot thank you enough. Yes. And if you want to continue to support us... Not mandatory, but we no do brush. have a Patreon. You can find us on Patreon at One More Chapter Pod, mm-hmm. but we know times are hard. So if you just want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram and yes. TikTok at One More Chapter Pod as well. Yes. And we're updating that pretty frequently. Yes, we are. Honestly, good for us. We do good Instagram stories. <laughs> You know, we're patting out. ourselves on the back here. Yeah. We do amazing Instagram stories. Like best, <laughs> best in class. Okay, so today, <sighs> I'm so excited for this one. This is going to be <laughs> an episode. We are discussing You Made a Fool Out of Death with Your Beauty by Akweke Mezi. <sighs> and this 2022 romance book is a journey. It is a journey. It is a journey. Okay, so let's talk about the online book summary. Okay. So this is according to Wikipedia. And it says, You Made a Fool Out of Death with Your Beauty is Amezi's first romance novel and third adult novel. It follows Faye Adekola, a Nigerian-American visual artist, as she heals from the trauma of widowhood and finds new love. Okay, so this doesn't lie. It does not lie. It sounds actually to me much more traumatic than it actually is because I thought overall that this was one of the funnest books I read in recent history. But my biggest argument is I'm not sure if Faye heals necessarily, but she does. I think she does. Oh, Claire and I have different views on this book, and we are very excited to bring those to light. (laughs) Also, the cover. I think it's like one of the better designed covers that I've seen in recent history. Stunning. It's very hot. Yes. I mean, and this is Faye, right? With her like signature golden braids. Of course. It's a very hot cover. So how did you come into this book, Clara? It was one of those stroll around the bookstore and Mm -hmm. see what calls out to me. And clearly, Clearly. this cover called out to me. I like barely read the summary. And I was so glad that I picked it up. I read it over the summer last year, like in August. So just perfect. That is a perfect summary. During one of those scorching days where like all you want to do is lay out by the pool Mm -hmm. and sip a margarita and maybe like mm, two glasses of water a day. That's what it felt like reading this book. Yeah. So I came into this book because of you. Again, You're welcome. I read this book in one sitting on the train, leaving New York, leaving mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, texting you the whole time. It ranting. It is a book that gives itself very easily to live texting. Because I think there are two types of people who read this book. Mm-hmm. The people who take it personally, <laughs> like me, and the people who just take it as a piece of fiction that's supposed to be fun like you. Oh, my God. Because you're not usually like a romance book person. No, I'm not. I really am not. You're I don't not. gravitate to romances at all. It, no. So. I like them. I enjoy yeah. them when they're well written. And this one 
was well written. It's so fun. It's fun. Okay, let's talk about the author, Koike Mezzi. Mm -hmm. So this is my first book by them. Same. But they're very prolific. Yes. And all of their books, you can't go into a bookstore Mm -hmm. without seeing one of their books. Yeah. Because they all have these beautiful covers. Gorgeous covers. And I like that they don't stick to one genre. Mm -hmm. So... It's so easy once you find a genre that works for you as an author, I imagine, to stick to it, right? Stick to what you know and to what has already given you success. But they've tried so many different media Mm -hmm. and so many different genres. Mm -hmm. So they've written a memoir, poetry, nonfiction, fiction, romance. Mm -hmm. So this is their first romance? Yes. Okay, so this is their first romance. A great debut I romance. I you know, I hope they stick to it. I was stalking, of course, the Goodreads forums and boards, and they called Amazie the CEO of Messy Fiction. Yes. And I love that. I feel like I that know is you a- agree. Yes. I know you agree. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to do the spoiler break. For the remainder of the episode, we will be discussing the book in its entirety. There will be spoilers. So here we go. Three, two, two, one. Okay, so we are doing our own personal summary. Yes, we're going to do a a summary. Clara, because you have such a different view Mm. of this book, please feel free to interject as I go through. (laughs) Because my bias is just rampant throughout this. Okay, I'll try not to interrupt, but whenever I feel strongly. Yeah, feel free to course correct because you'll hear my bias Dear, dear listeners, (laughs) you will hear me be biased. 29-year-old Faye Atacola lost her husband five years prior, and she's still reeling from this profound loss. The book opens with Faye having a very steamy encounter with a stranger named Milan in a bathroom, which is kind of gross. Like, when you think about it, like a club bathroom. It wasn't a club. It was a day party. Okay, but it was still at a rooftop, like in Brooklyn. Yeah, it wasn't what I imagined to be the most hygienic of locations. Yeah, to like get um, naked and like mm-hmm. rub your body across. But you know, we do what do you, Faye, really? <laughs> so anyway, Milan introduces Faye to his friend group. And in this group is a man named Nasir, a dashing young gentleman, who is incredibly interested in Faye. I would say he's actually kind of dumb, but like Oh, he's he's pretty dumb, I think. Yeah, I mean like that would be my descriptor of Nasir. But Yeah. So, at the encouragement of her bestie, Joy, who we love, Faye starts going on friend dates, friend dates with Nasir. Yeah. But it's clear on these dates that there really is not romantic chemistry there. And, um, okay, Faye makes it very clear to she, Nasir that she's not romantically interested or ready Right, she does make it clear, but then she does kiss him first. That's true, but mm, honestly, because she kind of felt bad for him. Well, yeah, like, well, I should like, yeah, but I just want to put that out there that he is aware that she is not super invested romantically in him. Very true, and I do agree completely. Mm -hmm. Okay, Faye also finds out that Nasir knows loss as his mom died tragically when he was really young. Ever the gentleman, Nasir, ends up getting Faye a coveted <laughs> spot. Ever the gentleman. Okay. I thought this was nice. Yes, it was nice. I mean, he is dumb, but I thought this was nice. But okay, so he gets Faye a coveted spot in a major art show mm-hmm. on the Caribbean island where he grew up. So Nasir pays for Faye to fly out there, and Faye will be staying at Nasir's father's 
home. Correct. Okay. So we soon find out that Nasir's father is an internationally famous Michelin star chef yeah. named Aleem. Who is very attractive and charismatic. He I think is. it's important that we that we bring this up early. Yes. So little Miss Faye instantly falls for Nasir's dad, Aleem. She's like fangirling the second she the arrives. Second. <laughs> okay. So from there, Faye spends a pretty, a pretty exhausting amount of time FaceTiming with Joy and kind mm-hmm. of marinating in her feelings for Aleem. Meanwhile, her friend Joy, I believe her to be the only sensible person in this book. Yeah. But she's like, uh, you do know that that's like your semi-boyfriend's dad? Also dad being the <laughs> operative word here. But, but again, Faye made it clear she's not into... Nasir. She's not. She's, she's made it not clear into, to Nasir. Exactly. Okay. After Faye's very successful showing at the art Good show. Good for her. We're Good proud for of her. Faye. Yes. Um, Nasir needs to leave the island for work. We never really know what it is that he does. Nasir's kind of dumb. I feel bad. He's just like a little puppy. Does he work for like something finance related? Yeah, I think yeah, he does right? finance. It was okay. so unimportant to the story that I kind of ignored every time that he talked about work. Because that's, yeah, he was Which boring. is what I do in yeah. real life when people tell me about their jobs. Same. A little bit. Anyways. So during that time, while Nasir is on his business trip, Faye gets with Aleem. <clears throat> A little bonding happens. A little bonding. Like, yes, yes. And then they immediately they immediately fall head over heels for each other while nasir and his sister lorraine lose their whole entire minds <laughs> as one does when you know someone starts dating your dad and you're over their friend so ultimately aleem chooses Faye over his kids here's my bias and there's talk of aleem and Faye getting married at the end of the mm-hmm. book there is talk of that. There is a little chit-chat about it. Okay, so let's talk about what we like. Oh, my God. So much. So, again, I like romance books, but they have this tendency to be a little bit lazily written, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. there's an emphasis on the story and not so much on the writing, mm-hmm. Okay, which bothers Fair. me because I want to read quality writing all the time. Mm-hmm. Just because you choose a specific genre doesn't mean you like quality writing any less. So... I like this because I thought it was very well-written. It Agreed. wasn't boring. The characters weren't predictable. No. I mean, it was just a very sexily written romance novel. Yeah. And I very much appreciated it. The characters were layered, but they like they had room to breathe, and the relationships between all of them made sense to me and then there were lots of tropes throughout the book that i was so excited that because black women never ever get them so one of them is like the crazy rich asians when you don't realize the person that you're dating is like super rich until you get to their mansion in the sky essentially and faye got that and i was Mm -hmm. like yes girl yeah and then when like um it usually happens like with a white protagonist who just sort of behaves horribly throughout the book and then at the end everyone's like it's okay girl just do whatever makes you happy <laughs> but Faye got that right with Milan she like she like I mean she's dating someone's dad and by the I end I mean everyone could be someone's dad Claire I know but like 
even age-wise. Like, yeah. she, he could have been her dad, too. She was older than Nasir. Yeah. I a mean, little yeah. bit. Not much, but, but a, a little whisper, bit. A whisper older. A whisper of age. <laughs> but even though she did that, Milan calls her at the end, which I know. never happens. And it's like, girl, I you I love that you. conversation. I thought that was so cute. I, yeah, but I mean, that, like, never happens for a Black protagonist. Yeah, like, usually true. they're just wallowing in misery. Yeah. But this girl... Or they're, like, the side characters. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. but this girl got accidentally raped. And then she also is like fully forgiven. I mean, and I liked that. I was a like, win, win, win. What did we no. hate, Claire? All right, I couldn't handle the date your dad. Here is the thing, and actually, my anger is not necessarily with Faye; it's with Aleem mm-hmm. because you don't date your kids' friends. Like I couldn't, you know, I have like yeah. two. They're small, so yeah. that would be a pretty no immediately no <laughs> immediately no. But as they get older, and you know, twenty years, yeah. when I'm like an old, you know, sixty year old woman, I'm sure you know one of them will bring home a man or a woman, yeah. and I'll be like, oh, that that's an attractive woman. But the idea of like, yeah, s- like batting my sixty year old lashes at like a thirty something and being like, you know what? I know you brought this person home, but I'm in love with him now is. <laughs> Uh, appalling behavior on the part of a parent so it was like that i was like no and you can't do it in your own house because now your house is weird he was gone though nasir was gone at this time off to work yeah different but like he does he like still comes back to that house he comes back yeah it's tainted now he didn't grow up there though i keep making excuses for this Clearly, I was I more fine with it than you. But he but. wanted to keep... And the other thing, actually, you actually... This is a good point you mm. raise. What I didn't like, though, was how they kind of said... They said it earlier in the book when Nasir and Faye are on a date. Mm-hmm. Um, Nasir is like, oh, my mom died a long time ago, so it doesn't really matter as much as the death of your husband. Yeah. And I disagreed with that. Yeah. Growing up without a mother is traumatic to the point where Agreed. he wanted to keep the house where she lived, right? Yeah. Him and his sister were really passionate. Like his dad yes. moved and had that new house, but then Lorraine lives in their childhood yeah. home. Like obviously his mother, he wanted Very to important. feel closer to her. And I just felt like they kind of brushed his loss under the rug to make mm. Faye's more central. Yeah. But like they all had experienced loss. And so that kind of was like, eh, because... You can't be like, well, my husband died, so that's why I want to date your dad, because his wife died, but then so did Nasir's mom. Yeah, the trauma competition gets a little bit um, rough at the the beginning of this book. Like, a little bit. It does. Yeah, there's like a weird, like, (laughs) and then Nasir's like, no, it's okay. Like, my mom died when I was little, so it doesn't matter as much as your husband who died five years ago. Which, clearly, it still very much matters to him. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. But. All right, what did you hate? I mean, I'm not a parent, but just thinking about, like, me bringing a not-boyfriend home and then having my mom get with (laughs) has me absolutely just dying because I would not speak with her ever again. Never. Never. You would never return. Just link broken forever. However, however... I don't even feel that bad for Nasir. Well, yeah. I mean, he's an easy person to not feel bad for. He's an for. easy person to not feel bad for. I never bought into his whole like, oh, I'm so good just being friends. I'm totally fine mm-hmm. being friends. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because he, he gave off that kind of, oh, I'm a good guy the nice vibe. Guy. The nice the guy. The nice guy vibe. And 
those are the most dangerous of vibes because then they turn in a second. And he does. Which he does. But then I also didn't buy that because I thought that he would too, I thought he was too dumb to have that reaction. I thought that his sister would have. Which she did. Yeah. A little bit. So I like, I never bought into that whole routine. And, you know, he was always going to be fine. He was wealthy. He was going to go back to New York and like find someone. But now he doesn't have a mom or a dad. No, he still has a dad. No. He so he and Faye never actually got together. They never no. really had a relationship. He kept trying to force the issue, but it never really happened. Yes, but even still, my parents are not allowed to date anyone in my circle. And then the other thing, though, I keep thinking of things. I actually thought that Faye was going to get with the sister because they did that bit of really? foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay, they did they with foresh- Lorraine. Yes. Okay, so here's why. So they did a foreshadowing because Lorraine comes to the bar mm-hmm. when her and Nasir meet. Yes, and they talk about how beautiful she is, but oh she's like a little God. chilly towards Faye. Yeah, and then when um, Faye goes on the first hike with Aleem, mm-hmm. they talk about how Aleem had a yeah. bisexual relationship, and then so did Faye yes. with Joy, Joy, and it didn't work out. So I thought that Faye and Lorraine were going to have like an enemies to lovers storyline. Oh, that to me would have been really fun. And so I think also I took True. it personally because I was like, no, not Aleem. It should be Lorraine because then it would have been Ugh. like, oh, I. I hate you, you're so stupid, and you're trying to get what would have been the difference between that, between so like that your sister me, getting with your yeah, that with to someone me, and not your dad. Because like I think like a parent is like that's like your first authority figure, the first True. person that you like look to to like, how do I live my life? Oh, I'm gonna live it like my parents. Where is your sibling? It's like I would just like that's fair, you know, slap my sister across the face, but I think we could get past it. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. I take your point. Let's do kiss Mary Kill, Clara. Let's do it. Our favorite part. <laughs> Our favorite part. Who who would you KMK? All right. Okay. So this one was hard because I did like all the characters separately. Mm-hmm. Just didn't love them together. Yeah. Okay. So I am kissing Nasir because he's dumb and stupid mm-hmm. and I just felt bad for him. He's a pity kiss. I'm always giving out pity kiss. You are. I just don't understand it. I know because I, I pity kiss Sam. My God. From tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Call back. Call back. back to episode two. Yeah. Who yeah, would so, you? So, and then I'm marrying Joy. Okay. That's Faye's fair. bestie. I, I just see that. loved her. Like, she made me laugh out loud. She was just yeah. so funny. She was and funny. She's another person I need a spin off novel, you know? Yeah, because at the end. Yeah, because, yeah. And then, okay, so this is my hard one. Because again, I didn't dislike any of the characters, mm-hmm. but I'm going to kill two people. So I am just taking everybody down. Oh my God. All right, I'm killing Faye. Not because I disliked her. Again, I liked her. I just didn't know her outside of her proximity to men or Joy. Like, I felt like Joy made all of her decisions and then she was just like bouncing around. Like, I needed to know, like, what did Faye like really think? Because she'd always be like, what should I do? Okay, I'm going to FaceTime Joy and Joy will tell me what to do. And like, I did, and like, I felt like her art was still like so wrapped up in her husband. Yeah. And then like, she was just like bouncing around between men. And I was like, who are you, Faye? Yeah. Sit down and like figure it out. Wow. She's definitely still finding herself. She is. Which and is fair. She's I think not, it's, and too, she's, 29, she's like my age. So. She's 29 years old. Yeah. So I'm like, fine. which is fair. <laughs> Taking it very personally. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's good. I don't dislike her, but I was like, I don't feel like I know her. And then I'm killing Aleem because he's a bad father. Oh my god, you're just killing every character in this book. And okay, yeah, no. Clara's okay. like main characters have got to go. We can only have Joy. Joy oh can be the god. last woman standing. You're just take. 
Joy and Nasir are the two characters left for you. And Lorraine. Lorraine. I did like Lorraine. What a cast of characters that we have. That's all that's left. <laughs> okay. I, I do get where you're coming from. <laughs> However, I have entirely different choices. I thought... Faye was so messy, but I enjoyed that. Okay. Because it's just like you don't have to have it all figured out. And you can be a fleshed out, well-written character, but also not know what you're doing. Yes, she did not know. She did not know what she was doing. And she lost her spouse at such a young age. And I feel like that would unravel someone. Yes, but so would losing your mom (laughs) by drowning while you're there. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot how it happened. Yeah. That's pretty rough. (laughs) Yeah, but I would, mm, I would kill Nasir. I know. Yeah, you were like, he's got to go. He I just, was so annoying to me. He was so annoying, and that exact. I feel like we've all met this person, that like nice guy that is just like, oh, I'm like, I'm cool being friends. Yeah, I'm cool. I know, but they're not cool. No, they're not. Cool. So I think I would kill Nasir, kiss Milan. Yeah, I think you he got, I like him. I think he he could have like been more of a character. And yeah. I like the conversation that he and Faye have at the end. I know. To me, that was so absurd because that literally does not happen. Like what straight I mean, man would sit, would sit back and be like, you know what? I think I'm going to take someone's fuck buddy's side over my boy that I've known my whole life. I'm going to call her up too and be like, yeah. hey, girl, I just want you to know it's know. fine what you're doing. Because in real life, he would have been getting ahead of it because he would have been like, she's coming back to Brooklyn. No, because he was rampage, dating someone. But I don't want her to date my daddy. Oh so I'm going to be like, it's fine. Keep dating my friend's dad. Because I don't know what's going on, but stay away from mine. Oh my God. Honestly, I am seeing the best intentions here. And Claire is just like, this is the entire story that went through Milan's head when he called Faye to be like, hey, chill, don't worry about it. He's like, you stay with that person's dad. Oh my God. Well, I liked him. I thought he was a mature young man who was also going through things at the same time as Faye. They had like an understanding. Yes. Which was more of an understanding than Faye and Nasir did. No, I th- I liked them together more. But I did feel like that phone call, like it, if I was like putting it in real life, yeah. it would definitely be like, uh, yeah, whatever you're doing is really fine. <laughs> you just stay with Aleem. It was slightly far-fetched as a conversation, but I, I enjoyed it. it. But that was a trope that I liked because, again, Black protagonists never get that level yeah. of forgiveness, just like blind forgiveness, yeah. even if it was so far-fetched. But I still liked it. Team Milan. Yeah, um, I had no problem with Milan. I just always forgot about him. I know, same. But Mary-wise, so oh, I gosh. thought about this, and I feel like I would marry Aleem if – he was slightly less chill. Mm, He's okay. too calm. Mm-hmm. And that makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. I can't be with someone who is so calm because mm-hmm. I'm just like, what is going on under the surface? Yes. I like some of the surf uh, of the under the surface to, to ripple. Fair. You know, because otherwise it's suspicious. Mm-hmm. So I think I would also marry Joy. Yeah. yeah. I think well, she's the, the most reasonable choice. She gets the rose. Yeah, she gets the rose. Whenever you're ready. Okay. What moment made you gasp? Mm, There were so many. There were so many. I feel like we all knew where this was going once 
Faye meets Aleem. No, I didn't. I still thought that she was going to get with Lorraine. Well, I knew. I, a person who reads romance novels more often than Claire, could tell where this was going. But I feel like the way that it got there was so fun. Like, can we talk about the mango moment? That was my gasp moment. So Aleem is... Claire is disgusted right now, by the way. My eyelid is is twitching. (laughs) I need to put on my Puritan hat and be like, oh, Scarlet A for you, Faye. (laughs) Um, So Aleem is obviously a chef. And at one point, when Nasir is gone, he is making food in like a secret, a secondary kitchen that he has. And Faye, which... You know, we'll bypass that moment. But Faye goes to visit and just kind of hang out while he's cooking, which is a thing. Like, people do that. And I do feel like people do that with people's parents. Yeah, I know. Again, this shows how naive I am because I really actually, I was still like waiting for the Lorraine. I was like, still. Yeah, okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So that happened. And at one point, Aleem is making some sort of mango sauce. Sauce. Mm -hmm. And he like... Put some on his like fingers for Faye to taste to just like grab off the finger, right? With her own hands. But instead, Faye goes rogue and just like licks his fingers. And yeah, I'm just like, like sucks, <gasps> sucks his fingers. Yes. I'm, like, I'm clutching my pearls. Claire is unwell. She can't believe I made her read this. <laughs> but I fully gasped, like for real, when I read this. Yeah. I was like, oh. Girlie is off the deep end. Yes. And then she's so embarrassed she has to leave the kitchen. Yeah. Which is and then they have like actually a very cute little like wave. Like he like yeah. just waves to her. Yeah. It's like an understanding wave. Yeah. Like, oh, I know you just lost your mind. Yeah. I know. It's like, ma'am. Yeah. That would have been a good moment for him to be a father and be like, I know what's happening here, but as I am a 50-year-old man, maybe perhaps. <laughs> no. So are we gonna do Goodreads? We must. Because I'm very disappointed in the rating. As am I. Very what disappointed. What is it, Claire? The rating is our lowest we've had to date. It is a 3.67, and this is racially motivated. Disgusting. I am absolutely and positively disappointed. Please note, viewers, listeners, everyone, <laughs> just because you don't like one section of a book doesn't mean you don't like the whole book hello yeah yeah and i feel like people get so distracted by one character they don't enjoy for me this was like a solid 4.8 it was a good book it was it did what it had to do (laughs) yes do you know what i mean like it set out to be a steamy slightly unorthodox romance novel and it did that. It did. It did. Yes. To absolutely, a T. it did. And it was also about like just having like a good summer. Having a good time mm-hmm. without overthinking everything. Yes. I mean, even though I do feel like Faye did over, I mean, like those yeah. FaceTimes with Joy, I was like, girl, if you don't get off FaceTime, I know. I'm going to scream. I always find it so awkward to be on FaceTime also in my room when I'm visiting people. Yes. Because it's just like, well, they can all kind of hear what I'm saying, maybe. Yeah. They all know I'm in my room talking to my friends about them. You know, and she was very happy to do this. She was, and it made her late to things. I was like, fake, just get off, get off, (laughs) click end. 
and Joy was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. The she entire was. time. She was like, ma'am. Okay, so I disagree with this. Yeah, I think we have a one-star review. Okay, can I read it? Yeah. Okay, so this was a one-star review. And again, it's people getting hung up on one thing. But mm-hmm. the second half of this book is about what feels like a very problematic relationship. Large age gap, insta-love, wonky power dynamic that Amazie wants to convince you is actually pretty great. And it feels manipulative and icky. And I can actually see that just because... Again, I think it would have been, it took what was a really fun book and it gave, like, I think the parent love interest gave it like an ethical implication, Mm -hmm. mostly on Aleem's part. Like, what does it mean to be a parent? Like, you don't do that to your kid, which is why I really wanted it to be Lorraine, because then it just would have just stayed fun. Like, it just, you know, oh my gosh, remember that time when my sister stole my girlfriend? Yeah, that's fair. That, I mean, so I do agree with that, but it doesn't make me give this a 3.67. It's also just attaching your very subjective ethical values to a love story. It's just, it's weird a little bit. And just what... I mean, I think though, generally, like, because there's people in real life who's like parents have like dated their friends from high school and that Mm -hmm. breaks families apart. Yeah. I think it's hard for people to reconcile because I do think there's lots of, you know, I have a Kindle. So people, I get Kindle recommendations Uh and there's lots of sibling like, oh, I'm dating my brother's um, best friend. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, like I think the sibling dynamic, like people could be like, oh, that's ethically weird. Don't do that. But Mm -hmm. it's like, since you're technically peers with your sibling, it's different than like the authority figure of a parent. Yeah. That is like your core, that's like your main authority figure of your life. And especially because like, it was just a lean. Like he didn't have a, they didn't have a mom to be like, what is dad doing? What is happening? But at the same time, like they were grown people. They were. You know what I mean? Like Nasir was what, 26, 27. Faye was 29. It's just at some point you have to grow up. You can't. But I think I understand that the parent and child roles are forever. But I mean, you can't be a child forever no you can't but i think also a part of me that i got huge ick vibes yeah okay so aleem getting with faye is automatically kind of like a breach of his parent contract as an authority Mm -hmm. then when nasir like flips out yeah aleem like parents him in that moment he's like this is my house young man yeah i found that disgusting because it's like sir you have kind of forfeited that role now. You can't then be like, oh, sir, like, don't you talk to me that way. I'm your dad. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Now that's yeah. gone. And I found that to be like, ick, as opposed okay. to like, if it had been Lorraine, they could have had a whole showdown because it's siblings. That's true. So uh, that's why I was like, Ugh. I think the whole thing about just, okay, once you become a parent, obviously, again, I'm not a parent, but once you become a parent, do you relegate your entire authority as or your entire identity as a person in order to remain a parent? Yes. And I do think that might be like a difference between a mom and a dad. Because like Mm -hmm. as a mom, I would say yes. Like I feel like my entire identity now is like very being a mom. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't probably say that that's the same for my husband. Right. There were ethical implications that sometimes you don't want to have to deal with when you're reading a fun book. Yeah, you can disagree with the choice that a character makes, but still believe that the book is good. 
Amen. And also, you can be annoyed by someone's vocal fry and also <laughs> give them a five-star review on Apple <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> An amazing segue. I did try to tone it down a little bit. I tried. I don't know if it was successful, Whatever. but I tried. I love your voice. And Thank I you, Claire. Refuse. The haters are hating from outside the club. Oh, man. <laughs> but we do appreciate everyone who has left reviews already, like, so much, yeah. honestly, because we are loving doing this. We and are. we are having so much fun, and we want to keep doing it for and as long as we can. And if you haven't read this book, please read it. It's so good. It is so good. It is, every time that I show it on my stories, I get someone being like, oh, my God, wasn't this book so fun? It's the funnest book. It really is maybe the funnest book I might have ever read. Other than like David Sedaris essays. Okay, yeah. You know? Different vibe. Different vibe. Yeah. Do read this one. 